Um, what is it that causes your heart to respond to the divine affection of God? What is it that causes your heart to to soar and connect to that place where where you just are loved by God? Welcome to Become Good Soil. I'm your host, Morgan Snyder, a podcast for men choosing a decade of excavation. Adam Paulson is a dangerous man. He has a gift and an anointing to provide a pathway to lead people deeper into the heart of God, deeper hope, deeper joy, deeper life. Adam partnered with me to record Hello Trouble in an earlier podcast you might have heard. In this conversation, I had a chance to lean into Adam's strength in the hopes of stripping religion off of worship as a spiritual discipline and uncovering it for the treasure that it can be, a daily way to access the heart of God as a man. Adam is a friend, he's a mentor, and he's a really good man. As God led us in this conversation, we finished with a spontaneous worship time that we hope will serve as a dangerous weapon and a go-to tool for your toolbox. I think you're going to enjoy this. Adam Paulson in the studio today for another conversation. And Adam, just that, anointed, passionate leader of the hearts of people in worship. I mean, just this morning, we didn't have a song sheet, didn't have a plan. Just wanted to worship and see where the Father would lead us and see see where he wanted to go and to partner with that, to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Man, there's a lot of gifted worship leaders out there. And there are a few that I've encountered. I'm sure there's many more, but there's a few that I've encountered that I would say are anointed. Mm-hmm. And as I name that, when you're worshiping this morning with us, anointed meaning something in your heart has yielded to the presence and power of God and has agreed with who God is, has agreed with what he's doing, has agreed with how he's doing it, in a way that kind of opens up the room and opens up the heavens for it to come through the worship. So I see that in you, and thanks for joining us in the studio this morning. Yeah, thank you. It's a real treat to be here. It's an honor. and Yeah, just the chance to to be with you guys in the room this morning and to be after the Father's heart together. Yes. Golly, what a treat. And what God had is just to say, come after me this morning, and the rest is going to take care of itself. And so thanks. Thanks for having me. So, Adam, we felt like the Father did have a couple conversations for us yeah. to capture as we've been dialoguing since the last intensive. But while we're in the spirit of worship, I'd love to hear some more from you. Because as soon as I say the word worship, something kind of comes in the room. Yeah. And I think to myself, singing songs. Sure. And I think Sunday morning activity. Mm-hmm think with probably lots of people and something I should do. But I think most men out there that are peers of ours in this decade of becoming good soil, worship, to be really blunt, isn't a place of life. It's Mm -hmm. not food. It's not something they desperately need. Mm -hmm. It's not really something that naturally comes to their mind when they think of ways that I can pretty regularly get 
a lot more of God in the Father's heart. And that would have been me several years ago. And I think I've gone through a big transition in this category. And you, as a worship leader, have really mentored me in this category. And so I want to hear from you, for myself and for, for all the other men. Talk to us about worship. And just that is a category in the decade of becoming good soil. Yeah. Wow, what a huge, what a huge encouragement to me. Thanks, Morgan. And what a massive topic. Certainly, be humbled to even offer a few words. But worship is the uh, is the human response to divine affection. And Richard Foster said that, and I, I thought that's maybe the best definition of worship. A little bit religiousy, but my heart connects to that. The human response. It's what I offer out of the place where I know that I'm loved by God. And that works for me with a guitar and with songs. I know that that doesn't work for a lot of people. That's not their bent. Um, What is it that causes your heart to respond to the divine affection of God? What is it that causes your heart to to soar and connect to that place where where you just are loved by God? Maybe that's fishing. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's being in nature. Whatever that is, that's what we have to consider our worship, whatever it is that places us back in that union with him or in an awareness of that union with him. And I think for for men, it's interesting. I think we get wrapped up in that, the self-sufficient piece, that I've got to be self-sufficient and I can't be dependent on anyone else outside of myself. And that really hinders my worship if I'm in that place. Because Worship begins with the idea that I can't on my own. Mm. Someone else can. Mm. Uh, He has come and done it for me. And out of that, the realization of that love, that provision that's been made for me, that's where my worship comes from. And Worship is something we are doing all the time as people, if we know it or not. We are worshipers. I believe that's hardwired into who we are as people. I think God designed us that way. So whether or not you'd consider yourself a worshiper, I believe God considers you one. Mm-hmm. And look at the things that your heart gravitates towards all day long. You're worshiping those things. I'm worshiping those things. So for me, it's been a process of attempting to identify those places that my heart gravitates towards, whether that's food or beer mm-hmm. or tobacco, name it, and trying to to pull my heart back from the worship that I've given to those things and to say, God, I'm going to choose to worship you instead. So short bursts throughout the day. Mm. I'm not talking about two-hour-long sets that none of us feel like we have time for. I'm talking about five minutes here, ten minutes there, whether it's on a bike ride, whether it's working in the shop, whatever it is for you that connects your heart to that place where you know that you're loved by God. Adam, you said something really poignant in there about self-sufficiency, mm-hmm. that there's something so deep in the ethos of fallen man and mm-hmm. then in the American culture that really has bought the lie that self-sufficiency equals life. Mm -hmm. But I think what's interesting is, as I think about worship, where I used to go and most men do is it's something you're giving to God first. Mm -hmm. It's something it's when we think of Christian worship of we're trying to adore God and bless him. And, but it's almost conjuring up something from within us. But what I hear you saying that's really distinct is that it's actually a response. Yeah. And so talk to me a little bit about that shift mm-hmm. from I'm tired 
I don't have the energy yeah. to worship God instead of, no, 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 you're a son. And actually worship begins with receiving mm-hmm. and being filled. Yeah. And then the expression of worship, like you said, is a response that flows out of that. Yep. Yeah, it, it is a subtle but I think massive shift to say, I'm not going to wait until I feel it to worship. I actually believe that in the place of worship, that's where the fog lifts. That's where the, the funk that can so often be over us is blown out. Because we're seeing God for who he is, I believe, most clearly when we're worshiping him. Yes. Yeah, it has to begin with knowing that that we're loved. Mm. And it will flow out of that place. And so, yeah, at first, the, just the discipline of sitting down to say, God, this time is set aside to just sit with you and to sit in the knowledge that I'm loved. Yes. And from that place, I know that that's yes. where worship begins for me. Yeah. Most of us are walking around satisfied with lesser pleasures. Mm. And there's a shift in there that we have to believe is available that we're actually made to be most satisfied in him. And I believe that worship is where we get to actually enjoy him. I think for myself, for a lot of years growing up in the church, walked around with a lot of knowledge, a lot of good ideas, and very little actual experience of that love of God. Mm. And for me, what's changed that, uh, what's changed my enjoyment of God more than anything else is worship. Mm. That's the place where we start to live in that eternity now. Yes, Eternal life is this, to know me, to Mm. know him. And for me, there's no better place to do that than worship. But the idea that I'm satisfied by so many lesser things, there has to be a a stake in the ground to say, I'm just going to try it. I've not experienced that joy that that people would talk about that comes in worship. I've not experienced that yet, but I believe it's available and I'm going to choose it. And what begins as a discipline turns into union Mm. and fellowship and joy. And that's that's been the case for me. That's been the fruit of my life. So a guy's out there thinking, okay, I've done the worship thing Sunday morning. My wife drags me to church, yeah. truth be told, and it doesn't work. But I'm tracking yeah. with you, and I'm, I'm listening to this, mm-hmm. and I want what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm thirsty for that, to know that I'm loved, to experience that divine affection mm-hmm. because I'm not experiencing it enough. Yeah. So what's a first step? Mm-hmm. Where would you invite a man that was sitting around this round table? Yeah. First of all, if worship is Sunday morning and something that somebody else does from up front, it will fail. Mm. It will fail as something that uh, that God means to bring incredible joy and peace into our lives. I'm not talking about the corporate experience. I'm talking about a very personal and private daily discipline that turns into the best part of my day. Mm. <laughs> discipline that equals the best part of my day. Uh, I would start with finding one or two songs that move your heart whether that's traditional worship stuff, whether that's Mumford and Sons, Jude and the Lion, find somebody that's doing something that connects your heart to the love of God and then get it in a spot, whether it's on your phone, your iPod, whatever it is, where it's not going to get lost in your day-to-day, you'll be able to pull it out as easily as your cell phone and use it like a tool. Use it to remind yourself throughout the day. And if for you that's something like getting outside or working in the shop, make sure that that's something you have access to on a daily basis. It's not the once a week Sunday morning thing that you hate getting dragged to. It's got to become something that brings life in the day in and day out. And if music works for you, I would highly recommend 
pulling out one, two, three songs that connect your heart to his, remind you of what's true, and making a separate playlist with those things. For me, that's still my daily routine. Go for a walk down in Monument Valley Park. My list is a little bit longer than three songs these Mm -hmm. days, and I've got the space in my life for that, thankfully. But I just go for a walk before the sun comes up with those songs that are moving my heart right now. Mm. And that changes weekly. So I spend a lot of time finding those new songs or refreshing those old songs that are stirring my heart for what God's saying and doing in this season and remind me of what's true. I switch that up a lot. Mm. Start with one or two or three songs. And Adam, that's so important. I think, you know, I found over the years, there are songs that my heart gravitates to so much more than others. And part of it is summer anointed, Mm -hmm. where you feel like the leaders are really agreeing with God. So Mm -hmm. they're actually giving you access to the love of the Father instead of just a gifted person singing songs. And the other, like you said, has much to do with where God personally is in our life in the season, where yeah. he's leading us into. Yes. So I put together a collection of songs on becomegoodsoil.com under worship that I've found been really helpful. But for this morning, in the spirit of moving from talking about it mm-hmm. to actually encountering the love of the Father, I'd be honored if you wouldn't mind picking up your guitar. Mm-hmm. And as the Father leads you, Let this be a divine opportunity for the men out there to pause for a few minutes and to say, I open my heart to you, Father. I need your affection more than I know, and I need more of you than I've received, and I want my worship to be a response, not Mm -hmm. something I conjure up, but Mm -hmm. a response to your affection. I want you to rain down like the clouds bursting forth from rain and saturate the soil of my heart until it's overflowing. And then that water can flow out of me into creeks and streams and rivers and into the ocean and then evaporate and be called up to the clouds again to be called my worship up to your heart to fill your heart as your heart overflows again into mine. And I want to come into deeper union with you, Father. So we do ask that you would open our hearts this day, maybe in a new way, open up the possibility, just breaking agreements with what we've come to believe about worship and agree with what you want to do in our hearts as your son through this tool. So I pray that you give us a tool this morning through Adam. We invite you to come, Father. at your feet like an alabaster jar every piece of who I am laid before your majesty I will bow my life 
at your feet, at your feet. My lips, so lost for words, will kiss your feet, kiss your feet. of you draws my soul onto its knees I will never be the same I am lost and found in you I will bow
God I want more of you God So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain That I can't control I want more of you God If you enjoyed the worship that we recorded here with Adam, we cut the worship separate and posted it on the blog post for this podcast. And so once you've listened to this podcast and listened to the worship at the conclusion, if you want to access that worship in the future, apart from this podcast, just go to becomegoodsoil.com and find the worship podcast or the worship page, and you can find that spontaneous worship set there. The mission of this podcast is to be a tool to help men choose intentionally a decade of becoming good soil, a decade of allowing God to build their character over purely building a kingdom, a decade of the deep work of excavation, the hard work of training, and the path of becoming a son. If you've enjoyed this and you'd like other resources, other teaching, other podcasts, other blogs to help you along this decade, come find us at becomegoodsoil.com. I'm Morgan Snyder. Thanks for listening.